Thank you for joining us for the True Life Fellowship Church podcast. Here is today's message from Pastor Devon Alexander. Well, open your Bibles this morning to Romans chapter 8 and meet me at verse 26. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. And I want to share with you what the Apostle Paul shared with the Church of Rome concerning prayer. It's so vitally important that we understand these words that he is talking to us. It says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Part of our weakness as human beings is we do not know how to pray or we don't know always what to pray for. Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know what to do? You didn't know what to say. You didn't know which direction to go. I remember there was a particular time that I was laying in the bed and the Spirit of God said, get up and go pray. I didn't know why the Spirit of God told me to pray. I didn't know what was going on, but I wanted to be obedient. And so I began to pray. And I, I want you to understand that we don't know everything. As human beings, we're not all-knowing. We've got to trust and depend on the one who does know everything. And Paul tells us part of our weakness is we don't know how to pray as we ought. But thank God there is a strength that we can have, an ability and a, a benefit that is available for each one of us in order to pray even when we don't know what to pray for or even when we don't know how to pray. The first time I heard of this benefit, I was in a church, a young man around early 20s or so, and the pastor was talking about praying in the spirit. And I knew how to pray in English, right? I mean, we all know how to put some words together with our own understanding to pray. But I had heard something fairly new that day about you can pray in the spirit. And Ephesians 6 verse 18 tells us that we are to pray all prayers and supplication in the spirit. So there's a variety, a manner, a different, different manners of prayer that we can pray in the spirit realm. And the minister began to say that you can begin to talk to God in a heavenly language. Now, I didn't know what he was talking about at the time, but I was interested because if it's for me, it's for me. If God wants me to have it, I want it. And I know you feel the same way as well. You want everything that God has for you. And so I went home that night and prepared myself to go to bed later that evening. And I said, Lord, I want to pray in the spirit. I want to pray in a heavenly language. I understood that it is for me and I don't know everything and I don't know all the decisions I need to make or the choices I need to make, but I need to tap into your power, your mercy, your wisdom, your ability, and I need to learn from you how to pray in the spirit. And I'm reminded of my third child, Zarek J. I'm reminded when he began to talk, and he was around six, seven, eight months or so. And he began to use syllables like dad, dad. Oh, it just blessed my heart because here's my son trying to talk to me in my language. And he would say, dad, 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 dad. 
And I would say, yes, yes, yes. Look, Stacy, he's saying dada. He's saying dada. He knows who I am. I was thoroughly blessed because my boy was trying to speak my language. And I think it's important. I believe it brings joy to our heavenly father when we try to speak in a heavenly language. Don't listen to all the rhetoric that tells us that praying in the spirit, aka praying in tongues, is not for you. It is for you and it is for every believer. Praying in tongues occurred, listen to me, in all four gospels. In every gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, there's something called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And when the baptism of the Holy Ghost came upon you, you begin to pray in the Spirit. And as you pray in the Spirit, you are praying in tongues. And all that literally means is you're praying a heavenly language. That word tongues just simply means language. And you are praying in a language that you do not understand yourself, but you're trusting God As you pray in the spirit, as you pray in tongues, you're trusting him to take those words and do whatever it is that he's able to do with that. Glory be to God. We find out, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, turn there real quick, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, and I want you to focus on verse 2 specifically, and we'll read a little further there as well. But Paul tells us, Here, he says, for he who speaks in a tongue, that's a language. He who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. You can be sure that when you speak in tongues, you are speaking to God. Oh, don't listen to what Pookie says on the left and Ray Ray says on the right. When you are speaking in tongues, you are not talking a devil language. You are talking to God. You, you know, uh, I, I must admit, you know, I didn't always, you know, grow up every day in the church. I was, you know, I, I went to the club a few times. I, I hate to admit, but I went and, and, you know, danced a little bit and listened to some music and hung out with people. But I can assure you that I never heard anyone speaking in tongues in the club. Not one time did someone come up to me and speak in tongues. But too often people say speaking in tongues is of the devil or it's passed away. And neither of those are true. First Corinthians tells us through the voice of the Apostle Paul that he who speaks in the tongue does not speak to men, but to God. I can assure you, you're speaking to God. Watch this. For no one understands him. Stop trying to understand what you're saying. No one understands him. However, in the spirit, somebody say in the spirit. Come on, you can say it louder than that. Say in the spirit, in the spirit. He speaks mysteries, or that word mysteries also means divine secrets or revelation. So God has provided a way for us to supernaturally talk to him in a heavenly language that we don't understand. And likewise, the devil doesn't understand this language as well. You know, the devil speaks English, but he doesn't speak tongues. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, when you start talking in English, he understands what you're saying. But when you cross over and speak in a heavenly language called praying in the spirit, he has no clue what you're saying. You have no clue what you're saying. But bless God, your spirit, man, and the spirit of God knows exactly what's being communicated. And you are praying divine secrets and mysteries. You're getting understanding. You're knowing what to do when you don't know what to do. At the right time, illumination will come and your eyes will be flooded with light and you will be filled with the knowledge and glory of God, knowing things that you need to know. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, let's keep going here in verse three. Watch this. Paul says, but he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. But look at verse four. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. So it's it's very interesting here that if you speak in the tongues, you edify yourself. That word edify means you build yourself up. You build yourself up. Jude uh, chapter one, verse 20 literally says, build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So you can build yourself up by praying in the Holy Ghost. You can edify yourself. You can charge up your spirit, man, like you charge up a battery. Praying in tongues will give you edification, will give you supernatural strength, will give you the energy that you need to continue and to go forward and to be built up and strong. Now, is it possible that you have been defeated in some battles because you have not been praying in the Holy Ghost? Is it possible that you don't know what to do because you have not been spending time praying in the Spirit? Is it possible that you're feeling weak and tired and weary because you have not been spending time praying in tongues? Well, according to Scripture, not, not according to me, according to Scripture, tongues is a process by which we can edify ourselves. We can build ourselves up praying in the Holy Ghost. In verse five, he says, I wish you all spoke with tongues. Now, every believer has the ability to speak with tongues. Trust me. Trust the word. Every believer has the ability to speak in tongues because they have the Holy Ghost. And there's the event called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Every one of us has the ability to speak in tongues. And Paul's saying here, I wish you all spoke with tongues because there are people that are choosing not to. That the people are saying, you know what, this is not for me, or this has passed, or this is of the devil. Or some people say that, you know what, I don't have that gift. And I want to talk about that for a second, because there is a such thing called the gift of tongues. And you're right. Everyone doesn't have the gift of tongues. I'm not talking about the gift of tongues. I'm talking about the manner by which you pray, which is praying in the spirit or praying in tongues. See, the gift of tongues has to be accompanied with interpretation. So in a service, someone gets up and shouts out something in tongues that needs to be accompanied with interpretation or we won't be blessed by what was said. But as a believer, we can operate in the everyday benefit of just praying in the Holy Ghost and praying in tongues and speaking a heavenly language. And you can start out just by saying, dad, 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 dad. And once you get started saying, dad, 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 
and you begin to focus on God and you begin to focus on prayer and you get serious about it, you'll cross over from da, da, da to supernatural language that you don't understand. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let me tell you the truth. I always start out praying in tongues in the flesh. <laughs> I always do. I start out in the flesh, but I end up in the spirit. The best way I like to describe it is it's like starting my car. You know, I start out in the flesh, just get my mouth moving. But as I, when I keep going, whoo, glory to God, I end up in the spirit and I'll begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I'll begin to worship in the Holy Ghost. I begin to edify myself by praying in the spirit and revelation begins to flow on the inside of me. I may not get all the answers I need at that moment, but I know mysteries and divine secrets are operating in my heart and in my life, and God will not ever fail me. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Paul says in verse 5, I wish you all spoke with tongues. Pastor Devon says this to True Life Fellowship Church. I wish you all spoke with tongues. Hallelujah. I want you to have the courage to try. Maybe you're in here today, and you say, I've never spoke in tongues. I want you to have the courage to try. What do you mean, pastor? Get to your house. Close the door behind you and say, you know what, Lord, teach me what it means to speak in the Holy Ghost. I guarantee you, you're going to have to open up your mouth. Nothing is going to control you and open up your mouth for you. You're going to have to yield to the Spirit of God and begin to say syllables that don't make sense to you and watch the Holy Ghost jump right in and help you. Those of you that pray in tongues, you might need to be refreshed in this endeavor where you get by yourself in your room and say, refresh me, Lord, feel me till I overflow and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But I like what Paul says here in first Corinthians chapter 14. We're going to stay in the same chapter. He says in verse 10, for there are so many kinds of languages in the world. Well, tongues is a language. There are so many kinds of languages in the world. It's just a heavenly language, but it is a language. You don't understand it, but it is a language. There was one particular time I was on the mission field. I was in Thailand and we began to pray over the people of Thailand. And as we were praying over them, we laid hands on them and they began to speak in tongues, but they began to speak in English. Now they spoke Thai but they begin their tongues worse in English, like, hallelujah, praise God, glory be to God. And I remember saying, no, no, come on, you got to get over in tongues, get over in tongues. And then it hit me. They don't speak English. <laughs> that's their tongues being manifested out of their mouth. They don't know English, but that's the language that they were speaking that was unfamiliar to themselves, but it was a language. Glory be to God. Are you ready for supernatural things to take place? Well, we can experience life more than we ever have before. And you're going to have to open up and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Now, let's look what Paul says here in verse 14. Watch this. He says, for if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. So watch this. When he prays in the tongues, when you and I pray in the tongues, our spirit prays. Do you know that? We are a three-part being. You are a spirit. You have a soul. And you live in a body. 
You are a spirit. What does that mean? Your spirit, the real you, lives on the inside of this body. This is not the real me. This is just my body. My spirit lives on the inside of me, and my spirit is created in the image and likeness of God himself. God is spirit, but guess what? So am I, and so are you. We have a soul. What is that? Our mind, our will, our emotions, our thinker, our chooser, our, our feeler. You know, where the, how we feel about things, that's in our emotional realm. And then we live in this body, which is, a you know, different colors, different shapes, different sizes, whatever the case may be. But this body is temporary, but our spirit and soul, they're eternal. So you are a spirit. And watch what Paul is saying here in verse 14. But if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, not my body. What do you mean? Yes, your mouth has to open, but what's really praying is your spirit. Your spirit is praying. So your spirit is bypassing your understanding. And that's why he says here, my spirit is praying, but my understanding is unfruitful or unprofitable. I don't understand what I'm saying, but you're not supposed to because you're praying in the spirit and you're praying divine mysteries and a heavenly language that's so beautiful to God that he knows what you're saying and he's operating on a level that we're unfamiliar with when we pray in the Holy Ghost. Don't you know that you need divine intervention from outside this earthly realm? <laughs> we need divine intervention. We need God to be on the scene on our behalf, in our situation. We desire it with everything we have. Praying in the Holy Ghost will allow you to do that. We're limited just praying in, or I'm sorry, just praying in English. But praying in the Holy Ghost allows us to be unlimited. But know this, your understanding is going to be unprofitable or unfruitful. But he doesn't stop at verse 14. He says in verse 15, well, what is the conclusion then? How should I wrap this up? I will pray with the spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit and I will also sing with understanding. Hallelujah. What is he saying? I'm not going to, you know, abandon praying with understanding. I'm going to continue to pray with understanding, but I will also pray with my spirit. He's saying, I'm not going to just do one or the other. I'm going to do both. I'm going to pray in tongues and I'm going to pray with my understanding. I'm going to pray with my spirit and I'm going to pray with my soul. He says, I'm going to sing with my spirit and I'm also going to sing with my soul. I'm going to sing in my spirit and I'm going to sing with my soul. What does that mean? I'm going to sing songs that I know the words of and I'm going to make up songs on my own that I find in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. Begin to pray some songs that are only found in your spirit. Begin to say some things in another language that are only found in your spirit. Now understand. I believe prayer is a private um, function. It's a, it's, a, it's a private benefit. I, I like to go by myself to pray. Now, I do believe in corporate prayer, but there's a lot of, I would say, privacy in prayer. I'm not telling you to walk up to someone and begin to pray in tongues and say, No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. You go to your boss and say, No, 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 that's weird. No. I'm talking about when you're by yourself, you're in your room, you're in your car. I pray in the spirit when I'm in my car. 
Some of y'all need to cut, you know, Cardi B and, and Guns and Roses off while you're in the car and you need to pray in tongues. You need to pray in the spirit. You need to turn one of my podcasts on and listen and pray in the spirit while you're listening to it because we need a download from heaven. We need to be edified and built up. We need to be speaking out divine secrets and mysteries. Hallelujah. We're going to pray in the spirit and we're going to pray with our understanding. Guess what? We're going to sing in the spirit and we're going to sing with our understanding. And I'm telling you, God wants you to attempt to try. That's what I'm asking you. Attempt to try. What do you mean, pastor? I'm going to open up my mouth. Do you always listen to me? You might say, well, I never feel like praying in the spirit. I've never felt like praying in the spirit. And I'm pastor. Matter of fact, I've never even felt like praying. Well, guess what? Uh, I don't always feel like praying either. I don't, you know, hey, sometimes I feel like I need to get this work done instead of praying. And there are times you do need to work, but not despite prayer, not, it, not, you know, not working and then we don't pray. No, no, no. We need to do both. But we need to make sure that we're praying. And I know you might say, I don't ever feel like praying, but let me ask you this. Do, do you ever feel like, do you always feel like tithing? Do you always feel like, you know, playing with the kids? Do you always feel like balancing the checkbook? No. And it's the same way we're praying in the spirit. You don't always feel like praying in the spirit, but you pray in the spirit. You, your spirit man tells your soul, tells your body, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And you begin to open up your mouth and begin to pray in syllables and unctions that you've never heard before and let God take those syllables and those unctions. And I know I pray in tongues. I know sometimes it feels like we're wasting time. And I know sometimes it feels like we're just spinning our wheels. And I know sometimes it feels like it's not happening, but I'm telling you, pray in the Holy Ghost. And things are happening. Divine secrets are manifesting. The will of God is in operation when you pray in the Holy Ghost. I wrote some things down here that I want to share with you that I think will edify you. I think it'll build you up. We are charging our spirits when we pray in the Holy Ghost. We're charging our spirits. We're getting stronger and stronger and stronger when we pray in the Holy Ghost. Too often, we're weak and tired and weary and we don't know what to do. But as we pray in the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, church, we are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. As we pray in the Holy Ghost, as we pray in tongues and in the spirit, we're being edified and we're speaking divine mysteries. And we're getting answers from heaven that we've never had before. Real quick, let's go to Acts chapter 2. I want you to see some here. Acts chapter 2, and let's look at verse 4. Acts chapter 2, and let's look at verse 4. Well, you know what? Let's back up. Let's just go to verse 1. Let's take a look here at verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, that just means 50 days after the resurrection. The day of Pentecost had fully come. They were all talking about disciples with one accord 
and in one place. And suddenly there came a sound. Ooh, when I said suddenly, something hit my spirit right there. I declare suddenly over you in the name of Jesus that things will begin to happen for you speedily and suddenly in Jesus' name. If you receive that, somebody shout, I receive. Hallelujah. Things are going to happen suddenly. And suddenly you get that phone call and suddenly you get that new job and suddenly your kids come home and suddenly your husband decides to return and suddenly your husband is acting right and your wife is acting right. I declare suddenly over you in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, that's mine. That's mine. That's mine. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. I'm, I'm believing God that suddenly there will be a wind that comes into our church and just blows in here by the Holy Ghost and it fills this whole house. And look at verse 3. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon each of them. But watch this in verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They begin to speak as the Spirit gave them utterance. They begin to speak. They open up their mouth and begin to speak. And when they begin to speak, the spirit of God gave them utterance. It doesn't work the other way. The spirit of God doesn't give utterance. And then you begin to speak. No, you begin to speak and the spirit gives you utterance. You speak and he comes in behind you with the syllables, the unction and the utterance. When we begin to speak, he'll fill our mouth with the utterance that we need. And as we are praying in the Holy Ghost, we're getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. I submit to you this morning. I submit to you to begin to pray in the spirit more. Begin to open up your mouth and pray more in the spirit. If you're if you're praying zero times, you know, a day, start praying. Just pray once. Pray for 10 seconds in the Holy Ghost. Get started and turn that 10 seconds into 20 seconds into 40 seconds and in two minutes and five minutes and 10 minutes. Just get started praying in the Holy Ghost. As you speak, the utterance will come. And as your pastor, I submit to you, I want everybody in this church to pray in the spirit. I'm just asking you to have the courage to try. You have been listening to the ministry of Devon Alexander, pastor of True Life Fellowship Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information, go to our website at www.truelifefc.org. You can also support this ministry financially through our website. Thank you, and remember to love, learn, live, and lead.